Welcome to the teaching ministry of Reverend Daniel Hardy, the senior pastor of Loyalty House International, Peter Maritzburg. Reverend Daniel Hardy has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. Hallelujah. Can I hear a loud amen from you? Amen. Can the ladies say amen? amen? Can the guys do better? Amen. Guys, you can do a lot better. Can the guys say amen? amen? Ladies, one more chance to outdo the men. Ladies, say amen. Wow. Put your hands together for the ladies. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Father, thanks a million for this. Stand up, everybody. Let us pray in respect to God, please. Let us pray. Father, thanks a million for this wonderful opportunity in your presence. We are grateful to have been given a chance to come to you. We pray that as we have come to you, you will visit us by your spirit and speak your word to us. I declare that today is the beginning of miracles in this church. In the name of Jesus, let your word come with power filled with your spirit to change life's destinies. Bring hope to the hopeless. Bring healing to the brokenhearted. Bring direction to the lost in the name of Jesus. We thank you. We bless you. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. amen. Say a louder, amen. amen. Wonderful. Lift up your Bible with me. Let's sing our song. I have a wonderful treasure. Let's sing it together. I have a wonderful treasure. The gift of God without measure We will travel together My Bible and I Let's sing it again I have a wonderful trend Sing it with faith The gift of God without measure we will travel together my Bible only the lady sing with me I have a wonderful treasure beautiful brothers listen carefully We will travel together. We will travel together. My Bible and I. Brothers, can we try it? I've got a wonderful treasure. I have a wonderful treasure. The gift of God without measure. We will travel together it's so beautiful brothers one more time I've got a wonderful treasure I have a wonderful treasure the gift of God without measure we will travel together my everybody singing i've got a wonderful treasure sing on top of your voice the gift of god without man i love it we will travel together my bible and i Hallelujah. Say, this is my Bible. I believe what it says. I can be what it says I can be. I can be what it says I can be. 
today, today I will be taught from this Bible. And my life will not be the same again. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. You may be seated on top of your enemies. Wow. What a beautiful church. Wonderful. Before we enter into the word, one quick request. Um, there are two empty seats here. Is there somebody sitting here? There are two empty seats here. So if you are standing at the back, just it's better to sit down than to stand. It's not, it's not an army. It's the army of the Lord though. But So there are two empty seats here. All right. Um, Rambo, there's an empty seat here. There's an empty seat here. You can come and sit down. Come, come and sit down. Don't worry. Yeah, you, Werner. But don't worry. I prefer you seated than standing when I'm preaching. Okay. I know you are trying to usher and it's nice. Put your hands together for our lovely ashes. Okay. There's also an empty seat by Joel. If anybody. I'll prefer the empty seat is at the back so that when somebody comes in. You understand? Eh? Yeah. Still an empty seat here. So the church is not yet full. Can you see what I'm saying? If it was full, there will be no empty seats. So it means it's not yet full. Yeah, it's like that. Good. The side is okay. Is there any other empty seat? If there's an empty seat under your chair. All right. We shall? All right. Let's get into God's word. Somebody say a nice amen to encourage you all. Your very handsome pastor. Just encourage him with an amen. Amen. Wow. Well, let's get into the word. For the next 30 minutes, 45 minutes, I'll just share with you the word of God. You need the word of God because Bible says that in the beginning, the word was with God. The word was God. And by it, all things are made. Without it was anything made. Was nothing made that was ever made. So, without God's word... Dancing, singing, they are all good, but they don't achieve what God wants to achieve. God achieves what he wants to achieve through his word. Somebody say amen. amen. So anytime you get, one of the prayers I prayed for you this morning is that God will give you an appetite for his word. Amen. Some of us have good appetites for food. We don't want to talk about that today. Some of us have good appetite for other things. But in addition to all that, my prayer is that you will develop an appetite for the word of God. That when you wake up, your soul will test for the word of God. Hallelujah. Good. And I've been preaching about having an established Christian life. I started last Sunday. So if you are not here, just a quick recap for your sake. All right. Proverbs 24, the third verse, the Bible says that through wisdom. A house is built, and by understanding, it is established. So when you are building something, you use wisdom. We are building this church with the wisdom of God. I said we are building this church with the wisdom of God. Amen. Hallelujah. But to establish it, we need understanding. Without understanding, Reverend David and myself, and then... Lady Pastor Lamla. This is Lady Pastor Lamla. Please stand up so that they see you. This is, so the, we are three pastors in this church, all right? This is your reg, please stand up. This is your regular host, Reverend David, all right? You know him. How many of you know him? Give me a wave if you know him. If you don't know this pastor, it's a problem. Because there's no, there's no pastor like this pastor. Do you get it? This is our resident pastor here, all right? Thank you, Reverend David. He's very cute. He has curly hair. and It's not a small thing. Do you get it? All my life, I've been trying to have curly hair. No matter what I do, I don't get curly hair. So, usually I'm jealous. If you see me worrying him, it's because I'm jealous. That's all. Anyway, this is um, Lady Pastor Lamla. She's also a pastor in this church, all right? So, recognize her as such, all right? And, and relate with her in that way. Okay. Wonderful. Thank you. 
Hallelujah. Hey, Pastor, why didn't you introduce me next Sunday? I'll introduce you. Amen. Good. So I said to establish the church, we the pastors of the church must have understanding into how to establish a church. Amen. Because through anything you have understanding in, you become established in it. You see somebody, people have pets. I don't have pets because I don't understand animals. Yeah, I met somebody recently. He has a snake as a pet. The only good snake is a dead snake. As far as I'm concerned. You can't convince. It that is harmless. It doesn't bite. Sometimes I see dogs. I don't even have, I don't even like dogs. I know you like dogs. No problem. But there are scriptures in the Bible that says, beware of dogs. Outside are the dogs. When the Bible is warning against dogs, I don't like dogs. No. When they are friendly, they are too friendly. When they are aggressive, they are too aggressive. There's no in-between. Now, once a dog has teeth, he bites. So people say, oh, he doesn't bite. I said, look, how does he eat his food? Does he swallow or does he get a smoothie to drink? No, it chews, so it bites. Hallelujah. I know a man of God, he has a lion as a pet. Yeah, he says, if you have been with a lion before, you will never be afraid of a dog. Yeah, but I've been chased by a lion before, so I know that lions are dangerous. Yeah, one day a lion tried to eat me and my family. Two animals who have tried to eat me, a lion and a fox. Yeah, a fox tried to bite me in England. It's a very wild thing. Yeah, I, I can't tell you all the stories today. I have only 40 minutes. If you want more, tune in to my regular channel and I'll tell you. I don't, look, a lion one day, you know these people who do these circuses with a lion, then they'll do a trick, then they'll put their finger in a lion, all these things, then we clap for them. Look, one owner was eaten by the lion. They had been working together for a long time. One day the lion ate the owner. Do you know why? The lion had a toothache. And it had been trying to tell the owner. And I'm like, look, so if you can't, you can't read, you can't write, you can't also speak. You, the way you tell your owner that my tooth is aching is by eating the owner. Wow. Let me tell you another story. One day a lady had a python. And um, as a pet, had a python for many years. And there was a season the python was not eating. And the lady was getting worried. And every night, the python will wrap itself around the lady. And then she will sleep and wake up in the morning. So she went to the vet and she told the veterinary that, the, the vet, that listen, my, my, my pet, the snake, is not eating. And it wraps itself around me in the night. Then the vet told the python is preparing to eat you. So each time it wraps itself, it is measuring your size and its belly. The day you fit, it will eat you. How many of you can see that this lady's life is in danger? When you don't have understanding, your life is even in danger. In your Christian life, without understanding, your Christian life is at risk. The slightest shakeup, that's your end. I pray that God gives you understanding through this teaching. Somebody say amen. Amen. Wonderful. So, I started to talk about certain Christian principles which we must gain understanding into to help us to have established Christian lives. You are either doing it or you are not doing it. So, if you are doing it, you better do it and do it well. Amen. I started to talk about fundamental principles or foundational principles or basic Christian principles. The Bible says, if the foundation be destroyed, what will the righteous do? Whatever you become depends on the foundation you get. If you have a weak foundation in mathematics, you are not likely to become an engineer, a doctor, 
uh, all these nice courses that you don't work much, but they pay you a lot of money. You are not likely to become it. You will end up doing um, human tories, tor, tor. You know, I don't want to offend any university, so let's stay where I. You end up, look, you end up doing human something or tor. Do you get it? Tor something or some of these. So if you are doing that course, please. I, I wish I had met you earlier, but it's also not too late. You are young enough to make a switch. Amen. But if you have a good foundation in mathematics, you are likely to become an engineer, an architect, a doctor. This lady is a doctor. This, this one. You see her slim, small like that. She's a proper... That's my doctor, actually. Hallelujah. And I'm almost 50 years old, so you should thank my doctor. Hallelujah. So, if we can gain a proper understanding to the foundational doctrines of Christianity, we are bound to go very far and do very well. I see you doing very well. So, last Sunday, I talked about the first principle which we must grasp and understand as Christians in order to do well. I said we read from 1 Thessalonians 23-24, Paul is praying for the people. He said that, I pray God that your whole spirit, your soul, and your body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord. So, he said, as a human being, you are made up of three different components. And I took my time to explain to which I can't go into everything. But basically, I said, the first principle you must understand is that man is a spirit. Say it with me. Man is a spirit. He has a soul. And he lives in a body. That in, in a nutshell, what it means is that you are a spirit. Logan. You are, Logan is a spirit. Logan is not this your hairstyle. Logan is a spirit. Do you get it? And then Logan has a soul. Do you get it? You have this t-shirt. But this t-shirt is not you. you I mean, you agree with that. I mean, if you have gone to nursery, at least you went to nursery you would understand that although you own this t-shirt, it is not you. It only belongs to you. So, Logan has a soul. And then, Logan lives... Can some man get up? Let me use him as an example. Logan lives in this container. This container. So, the real Logan is inside this container. Do, Do you get it? But the Logan himself is a spirit. And he has what we call a soul. Hallelujah. And I said your soul is made up of your mind, your emotions, and your feelings. So your soul determines the things you do. Hallelujah. You are here this morning not because, you know, there's nothing to do. The weather is good. Everything is compact. Everything is ready. That's why you are, you are here because your soul wants to be here. When I, when I was asked, I saw Logan and the mother coming. And the mom was running because she, she was eager to come to the church. Eager. The, it's not that her body is eager to come. Or by nature, she's an athlete. She's Usain Bolt. So she's running. She's running because her soul is panting after God. So she was running. Let me not miss anything from the service. Let me run to the service. So she was running. It's your soul that drove you to run to church today. Not your body. So I'm very fit. That's why I'm running. No, your soul. Hallelujah. I, I, I don't run. Please sit down. Thank you. I don't run. I can run away, but I can't run. Yeah, I can run. There's a difference. There's a difference. Because when you are running away, adrenaline kicks in. But when you are running, you are just running. And the Bible says the wicked flee it when no man pursue it. So when you see people running and nobody is chasing them, it's a sign of wickedness. <laughs> Hallelujah. Wonderful. So I've gone through all this. And my point from it is that because you are a spirit, you need to work on your spirit. You are not a body. Many of us spend a lot of time working on our body. This morning, you have all prepared the bodies and you have brought them here. 
I don't have a problem with that because I've also prepared my body. I mean, as you can see, I prepared my body. I took my time, combed all, I counted all my hair, combed them in alphabetical order, shortest in front, tallest at the back, everything. So we have all prepared the body and we have come. Amen. I don't like people who don't have time for their bodies. When I see you are looking like a witch, we, can't, we don't know who you are. I don't like it at all. Amen. No, seriously. I mean, if you are with someone, the person is looking like a witch. I mean, you'll be afraid. Many of you are afraid of the dark. Why are you afraid of the dark? So why are you blaming me that I, I am, I mean, it's like I'm not a nice person. I'm a nice person, but I don't, I don't like people around me looking like witches. End of story. You also have things you don't like. I don't blame you for it. Hallelujah. Good. So have time for your spirit. And number two, work on your soul. Because your soul is what makes you do things. That's where you decide what you are. It's what drives you. Your soul. Work on your mind. Work on your emotions. Work on your feelings. This Tuesday I'm preaching about developing a healthy heart. Maybe you guys should hook up and listen to it. It will help you. It's all a way of developing the soul. Hallelujah. And then of course, like I said, because your, your spirit needs your body to live on this earth, to be on this earth for a long time. You need to take care of your body. You need to watch the things you eat. You need to do some exercise here and there. Everything so that your body is healthy enough to carry your spirit. So when a person dies, it's the body that has finally given up. But the spirit continues to live. Hallelujah. We saw from Luke chapter 16 of Lazarus and the rich man. They both died. Their bodies died. The rich man, the Lazarus died because the dogs killed him. I explained to you last week, using forensic and empirical evidence to prove to you that Lazarus was not killed by the rich man. He was killed by the dogs. Because the dogs had both what we call motive and opportunity. The rich man had no motive. Although he had opportunity, he didn't have motive. But the dogs... They had a motive because Lazarus was eating the crumbs that fell from the rich man's table. And they were also eating it. So it's like competition. So eliminate the competition. And then they had opportunity. We know even the rich man, we don't, the only thing we used to say that he has opportunity is that the Bible says, and Lazarus was by his table, by his gate, and then his table. But the dogs, they were close enough. They were licking Lazarus' soul. It means that is even great opportunity. And I'm sure one of them had a disease called Burrilli. Lazarus had Burrilli ulcer, and then the dogs had rabies. Then they beat him, and he died. But when he died, he was still alive. Why? The body died. The spirit was still alive. The rich man also died from rich people's diseases, because rich people also have their own kind of diseases. It only, if you are poor, it can never, the, the cure to that disease is poverty. If you are poor, you can never have that disease as a poor man never no 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 matter how much you try you can't so if there's any uh, benefit of poverty is this why you escape rich people's diseases rich people's drugs very expensive you can't even buy i'm telling you so he also died of a disease called i said tell your neighbor the rich man died of a disease called rich people's diseases But after they were both alive, the Bible says in verse 23 of Luke 16 that, and in hell, being in torment, he lifted up his They were dead, but he could still live and see it for Father Abraham and Lazarus in his bosom. So these two people who had died, they were still alive. So when your body gives up, your spirit will still be around. So work on your spirit. Hallelujah. Principle number two, quickly as I close. The second important principle that you must grasp and understand is that the spirit of an unsaved man is dead and desperately wicked. Let's say it together. The spirit of an unsaved man look, to Lemon, say it with me. The spirit of an unsaved man is dead and desperately wicked. wicked. Wonderful. So, 
When somebody is not saved, the person's spirit or the person's nature or the person's heart is dead. And it is not only dead, but it is wicked, desperately. Hallelujah. This also you must understand. Without an understanding of this, you will treat everybody the same. This is why I don't do things with people who are not saved. Because their hearts or the nature of their heart is that the heart itself is dead. And then it's filled with wickedness in desperation. Wickedness in desperation. Jeremiah chapter 17 verse 9. The Bible says, the heart is deceitful above all things. And desperately wicked. Who can know it? Or who can tell it? The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. That's the heart. Rasta, you are welcome. Major, how are you? Good. Dead and desperately wicked. That's the nature of a man's heart. When he's not saved. Next week, I'll explain to you when he is saved. Today, I'm explaining to you when he is not saved. The state, the nature, the way the heart is, the heart's natural disposition is wickedness. Natural. So, what it means is that without, or even let's use modern terms, it's default setting. How many of you understand default setting? Uh-huh. Only two of you. So, so, many of you are not modern. Okay. I don't know which other modern term to use. Its state, when you don't tamper with it, is factory settings. How many of you know factory settings? Uh, you are using Motorola, Nokia, and Samsung. That's why you don't know default settings. Right? Its factory settings is wickedness and desperation. That's how it is. That is how it is. Filled with wickedness and desperation. I'll show you in the Bible. Then we close. Matthew chapter 15. In Matthew chapter 15, Jesus' disciples were being accused of not washing their hands before they eat. That is Peter, James, John. They were saying that they don't know personal hygiene. When they are going to eat, they don't wash their hands. They just start to eat. Do you get? And they were being accused of it. So, for Jesus to explain or in response, Jesus tries to tell the people that, yes, washing of your hands before you eat is good. And we must learn to wash our hands. You go and wee wee, you must wash your hands. You use the toilet, you must wash your hands. Because if you understand gems, one of these days I'm going to let Dr. Lamla talk to us about gems. After, there are even certain foods you won't eat. From the day I was born till today, as far as I know, my knowledge, in my conscious moment, I have never eaten a mango before. I don't know what it tastes like. I hate it with a passion. Mango. I know you love it. It's not a problem. No, mangoes. No, I know you love it, but I can't stand it. Even I can't stand somebody eating mangoes. That's how bad it is. So, in the season that you are eating the mangoes, I, have, I will avoid you. I will avoid you like HIV. And I don't mean condomize. I mean abstinence. That's how much I will avoid you. Why? Mangoes attract so much flies that no matter how much you wash it, I still feel that from its mother's womb, it was visited by a fly. But it's because you don't understand gem. That's why sometimes your food can fall down, you pick it and you eat it again. So, this food there is so nice. Hey, hey, look, African gems don't kill. Which, if African gems don't kill, which gems kill? Which gems kill? 
30 second rule. If it has not been on the ground for 30 seconds, then the gems have not gone. It's because you don't have under. Doctor is sitting here. She's, she's listening to you in amazement. Utter shock and amazement. Because she's wondering, what, what, what are these people saying? Gems don't need 30 seconds to... As soon as they make contact, that's it. So learn to rich people diseases. Rich people's gems. They don't kill poor people. Oh, okay. This is a new one. Clap, clap for this new one. Where is spaghetti? It's not around. All right, good. So learn to wash your hands when you're about to eat. Very important. When you use the bathroom, very important. Wash your hands. Anytime you make contact with anything foreign to you, wash your hands. Yeah. I mean, after church, I'll shake hands and all these things. Before I eat the next thing, I have to clean my hands. Not because there's a problem with you, but I mean, imagine. I mean, let's be serious. I mean, imagine. I mean, imagine I'm shaking Maxwell. Look at how dark he is. Please. Please, please. So, let's continue. We need sanitizers here to... Please, okay. Doctor, even that one you have at the hospital that when you enter, you press. Can't we get it so that it's at the entrance? Then when we come, then we all come into the church. When you are going home, the same. So that when you shake hands with the Uber driver, you are fine. Of course, if you shake hands with an Uber driver, you must wash your hands again. Or a taxi driver or a county. Why? The money is very money is money has so much debt and gems and has exchanged hands in so many places. From the bank to the businessman, some put it in their breast, under their breast. I mean gone it has gone it goes through different a prostitute has received it giving it what a shock back to what i'm preaching back to what i'm you like stories too much you like story you guys like too many stories so they were having this argument with jesus and his disciples so jesus was trying to explain to the people that yes personal hygiene is very good but that is not what destroys a man because it doesn't enter into the man's heart. It doesn't affect the man's heart. But what comes out of a man's heart, that is what destroys him. So to show them what comes out of a man's heart, he begins to show them the nature of man's heart. Verse 18, he tells us, out of the heart proceeds number one evil thoughts this is the nature of a heart evil thoughts evil thoughts so those of you have been moving around with your friends they are they are thinking good things about me no they have to intentionally think good things about you or else they only think bad things about you that's it that's it you are walking with the boys in school. They say, you look very pretty. You look very sexy. They see you as. I mean, they are all looking at me with a straight look. So, I can't, I'm frightened. I can't even mention it. But they see you as something edible. Yeah. Oh, no, pastor, you, you don't know. They really like me. And the way they like me, that's why they are saying, oh, no. No. Are you Vera? Are you the real Vera? Yeah. Where's the other, the dark Vera? She's not around. We are looking for her. Tell her we are, we are going to send out an APP for her. Okay, good. Vera. When they see, say, oh, this is your hair. is very... Me want the hair is not yours to start with. I mean, this is your hair. Oh, oh. Look. Hmm. Evil thoughts. Evil thoughts. Evil thoughts. Oh, Pastor, you know, we are from the same. He's my homeboy. He's not like that. Look, homeward boy. Homeward boy. I said, homeward boy. 
It's not from your mother's womb. Until it's from your mother's womb. Even that. Hmm. Hmm. Evil thoughts. Evil thoughts. Number two, murders. Murders. All these things are in people's hands. Murders. Murders. This is the nature of them. Murders. So when you are not born again, you are at a very high propensity to commit murder. Uh, Pastor, but as for me, I know, oh, me, how can I, I can't even kill a fly? Wait till you are pressed. You know, I've been to Liberia, by the grace of God. I've been to Sierra Leone. I've been to Guinea, where the war broke out. One day I was talking to a guy in, in I think, Sierra Leone. And he was telling us that, look, during the war, when they had to run, this, always be these people from Somalia, Rwanda, places where they've been war. Look, I'm telling you the truth as your pastor. Don't provoke them. I'm telling you. You know, when xenophobia comes, we behave foolishly. We become like animals. We do all kinds of Don't provoke these guys. As they were walking there, coolly moving, you don't know the things they've done to survive. One guy, he told me that, you know, when the war was on, we were running. We were running away, which I said I can do. We were running away. And as we were running, we were, it's like a family of 12. We are all running. We ran for about three days. We've not had anything to eat. And we are hungry and hunger is about to kill us. So they have a meeting. And they decide that, you see, this one, he's not running fast enough. Because of him, they will kill us. So, what they do is that they kill him, they share him, and they eat him. You are saying, oh, I thought you said you couldn't kill a fly. (laughs) And they eat him. I mean, they eat the meat. They eat it. To survive. They tear some of the herbs from the bush to spice it and they eat it. Some they eat it raw. There's no fire. Are you now going to light fire when rebels are chasing you? The fire will draw attention. So they don't cook it. They just eat it, Maxwell. They just eat it. Then they continue running. They run for another like four, five days. They are still in the war zone. Because you are just running in the forest. Sometimes you can run, run, run and come back to the same place. Because there's no guy. There's no map. There's no map. Then they realize we are hungry again. So then the elderly people have a discussion. So as you are running, if you see two people moving together, you should start praying about it. When they are calling meetings and they don't call you. (laughs) So, I asked this guy the same question I'm telling you that. So, when they are deciding who to eat, don't you feel that you are the one? He said, there's always that feeling. So, sometimes what they do is that maybe they've decided to eat this guy. Do you get it? So, they will have a meeting with him and tell him that, you know something? You see this guy, the way his cheeks, it will be very rosy. So, let's eat him. So, when I give you the sign, what you have to do is to grab him. Do you understand? Meanwhile, you are the one they are going to eat. Oh. Just to make sure that you don't run away. They tell you, so grab him and keep him there. And I will bring a rope and we will tie him. So you have grabbed him. Then they bring the rope. Then they tie the two of you. Then they kill you. Because if you know that you are next, you will run. I'm not talking about Area boys, like a group of people from Howard campus. No, family members, they are tying their own brother to it. Madness. Because of her. You have not been provoked, that's why. Men who beat women, when I see that, I look at them like that. I say, oh, your case is pathetic. Because one day, you will provoke her. And she will kill you in your sleep. You are beating her, she still makes food, you eat it. 
Look, hmm. one day you wake up, you are dead. I said you wake up and you are dead. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, Pastor, the way she's very soft, you know, she cannot do any. You wait and see. Wait and see. Wait and see. That's the, na- the nature of the heart is like that. You know, look at this slim girl. I mean, you, come, 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 come. Your name is what? Tepi soul. I mean, look at her. Turn around so they see you. You are going viral. Ne? Smile. Kelly, capture her. Zoom into her face so we look nice together. Yeah. You see, I mean, look at her bones. Oh, you are behaving like your bone is strong. Look at that. Look at that. Even it feels like she's going to break. Provoke her and see. Provoke her and see. That's the nature of that. It says after that, adulteries, fornications. Not just fornication. Adulteries means types, different types. Different levels and types. Fornications also mean different kinds. Not your basic Fornications. Kelly, I'm standing here. (laughs) Different kinds of fornications. And as for fornications, they are different. I don't want to be... There's a normal domestic... Domestic. There's industrial. There's commercial. No, industrial are the people who do it and you go and buy and watch it as pornography. It's an industry. I'm not making up something. You have been watching it. You see it. It's an industry. Commercial is the one that they prostitute. And it's so wide, it's it's far widespread like than you think. You're surprised. Ah! It happens. He buys airtime in return. Is it not a trade? Or groceries? Or recharge? Pay your Uber? It's but a trade. It's also a trade. It's commercial. Different types. Then it says theft, stealings. Stealings. You will never know you are a thief until you have an opportunity to steal. <laughs> One day I was somewhere with some people who were sitting down, just us. So somebody comes to give me money. Then I put the money in my pocket. Unfortunately, the money fell out. Then I got up to go. Then the people I was with, they saw the money. Then they took the money. Then we all went. They didn't know that that was my money, but they took it. Later, they were telling me how God has blessed them. <laughs> and they found some money. And this, and that, and this. Then I said, how much was the money? Then they said, oh, it was this much. Then I said, that day when I was sitting there with you, I lost that money. Hey, but are you saying that if I see money on the floor, I shouldn't take it? If we are all sitting here in church and you see money under your chair, is it not likely that it's for one of us? Why won't you ask that? Oh, has anybody dropped some money in you? If nobody has dropped some money, then you can have it. They didn't bother to ask. They just said, ah, God has blessed me. He's just used, his, he's just used the left hand. False witnesses. This is the nature of the... I'm going to show you another scripture. I don't think I have time to go into it. But False witnesses. People can lie naturally. And I mean, there are different types of lies. People lie when they are under pressure. They are under pressure, they lie. People lie when they are provoked. Some also lie. Idiopathic lies. No provocation. Nobody told them. No, there are some of you even in this church. You don't tell the truth. You don't lie, but you don't tell the truth. I work with people like that. Where are you? I'm coming. I'm almost there. Meanwhile, you are in Deban. Yeah, I'm almost there. Meanwhile, you are in Deban. Deban and where I live is one hour apart. There's no almost in what you are saying. It's only almost if you are coming from Dubai. Are you getting what I'm saying? You are coming from Dubai. Then you get to Durban. And I'm in Marysburg. And I say, where are you? Then you say, I'm almost there. But 
if you are within KwaZulu Natal and you are in Durban and I'm one hour away, you don't tell me I'm almost. No, you say I'm, I'm one hour out or I'm one hour away. They will say, I'll be there now. Meanwhile, you get there four hours time. It's like some, of, some, some people are experts. Of women, ladies are like that. Experts. No, no, no. Ladies are experts. No experts. I mean, they won't lie. They won't tell you something that's not true. But they won't tell you the truth either. No, don't tell. How do we know? If you like, let's bring water and all of you wash your makeup. Now. You'll be a different person. You'll be a different person. Any volunteer. Let's wash the makeup. Some of you, we have not met you. I say that again. Some of you ladies, we are yet to meet you. Look, I've not preached in a church that they are clapping for me before. Please clap for me again. Clap for me again. Spume, I said we are yet to meet them. We are yet to meet them. Yeah. Now you have to wash your face. And take off the hat. Then we know exactly who you are. I said, they won't tell us a lie, but they won't tell us the truth. I have a lady back in Marysburg. When she comes to church, she has long hair. When church is over, we finish everything. We are like usually the last people to leave church. Sometimes we are leaving church midnight after midnight. When she sits in her BMW, powerful BMW, she sits in it. The first thing, she kicks off her shoes. Then she removes when you see, say, hey, there's a boy in the car. When you go close, you say, hey, it's you. Oh, sorry, sorry, it's you. It's you, it's you. <laughs> Blasphemies. These are people who say high things against God. Who is God's mother? Who is God's mother? What has it got to do with you? Are you planning to marry God's mother? What are you looking for her for? Who is God's mother? Who is this? Blasphemy. High and dangerous things to say about God. Blasphemies. Romans 1.28 is another powerful scripture with a list of things that explain or reveal to us the nature of a person's heart when they are not saved. The nature of a person's heart. Bible says these people, they were not thankful. They didn't retain God in their hearts. So God gave them up to a reprobate mind. To allow them to do whatever is in their mind and in their heart. Now look at the type of people. Next one, next one. And to do, do the things which are not convenient. Says, and they, because of that, they were filled with all unrighteousness. Then the list begins. This one I'll just run through. I won't even explain. Next week, I may tell you more stories from Liberia, from Sierra Leone. You, you will start to cry. It says fornication. Let's go through it. Just mention, mention it yourself. Number one is what? You mention it. You will learn English. It's also good for you. Number one is what? Number two? Number three? Number four? Number five? Are you now surprised why when you are doing well, your friends are not happy? They are full of envy. They are full of envy. You are full of jealous, jealous people all around. We must all fail. We must all not do well. It's the nature of people's heart. Next one is what? The next one is what? This is argument. Argument. That's why people are by nature argumentative. You can see that the thing is white. So, ah, this guy said, come. It's white. I mean, beyond any doubt. It's white. Then there's a, no, 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 it's not white. It's off-white. Oh, but this is not off-white. It is white. No, it's off-white. By the time the guy who's saying it's off-white, he says it's cream. 
to make his argument even stronger. By, by the time he finished the argument, oh, this thing, it was even blue. Yes, it's blue. It's just that the light is reflecting on it. it may, you know, when you take a picture, after church, when you, get, you guys get a chance, take a picture here, we'll send it to you. The background is so beautiful. You'll be so excited. you look like a celebrity. So they will explain to you that it's the lights of the church that's making it look like white, but really, it's deep blue green. Yeah, debate, argument. Next one is what? Deceit. I said the heart of an unsaved man is dead and desperately wicked. And the scripture says it's deceitful above all things. Deceit. That's why people deceive. Malignity. Malign- that is to, to make, to, to malign you, to speak evil of you, to misrepresent you. Yeah, that's why people easily, when they have to say something about you when you are not there, they usually say evil things. Is to malign you. It's English. Learn it. <laughs> Whisperers. People who talk. You see the guy who's sitting at the back. He looks like the thief that we saw <laughs> at the other place. <laughs> and they won't speak up for everybody to hear. They just say. I'm always weary of people who talk and they don't. They, when they are talking, we can't hear. I would, I would, I mean, my new peer, I always tell him, speak up so I can hear you. Don't shout, because I don't like people who shout also. Say, hey, pastor, you have so many things he doesn't like. You also have so many things you don't like. Why are you making me look very odd? People who shout when they talk, like, you are not preaching, you are just conversation. You are shouting. I can't, I'm not, I can't endure it. But when you are talking also, be heard. Now I have to read your lips. And when I can't read your lips, I have to use the prophetic gift to understand, to, to decipher what you are saying. That's also too much work after a Sunday preaching. Ah, so speak, let me hear you. Whispers. Put the next one, please. 30. We, have, we are done. I read this scripture and we are done. Backbiters. Haters of God. Despiteful. Proud. Boasters. People who boast. Inventors of evil thing, things. This, if I come next week, remind me to talk about this thing. Inventors of evil things. You see, there are evil things, but there are people who now invent evil. One day, let me tell you a story. Please give me just five minutes. I'll tell the story. I, I, some students in a school, they are writing an exam. And when they wrote the exam, high school, yeah, high school, when they wrote the exam, it didn't go well for some guys. So, this is what they decided to They decided that they are going to break into the class, high school students, and then go and take the exam papers and correct, rewrite the exam, because now they have the paper, and rewrite the exam. So, do you know what they did? They went on top of the roof of the school to rope into the school. Have you watched Mission Impossible before? The first one, when they drop the guy, what's his name, Tom Cruise, and then he hangs like that. Yeah, so it's like they went through the roof, through the ceiling, they roped the guy, and then he went and he took their questions. And they came, they rewrote the rope, and then they went to go. I'm sure when they finished, they started to play. I tell you. Yeah. They in, look, get to ten boys. How can you invent? How can you even conceive such an idea that we are going to rope? These are the people who become bank robbers. Yeah. It says, disobedient to parents. Are you surprised that you, you don't respect your parents? It's the nature of your heart. Next one, if there's anyone. But look, time will not allow, but these are a list of the things that our hearts are. If it is not born again. That is why we must make sure. So you cannot do well. You cannot be good. You cannot be a good Christian if your heart remains in its natural 
state or its default setting or its factory setting because you are leaned towards these things. It says, without understanding, covenant breakers, you make a deal with an unbeliever, he'll break it. That's why many marriages are falling apart today because the people who are, you have covenanted with, they don't have the nature of God, so they break the covenant. Without natural affection, which is natural, natural affection is the things we desire naturally. They don't have it. I think it's going to get, in, let's go for it. Incapable, unmerciful people who are, and sometimes you have a problem, you can beg and beg and beg. Look, one day I begged a traffic cop, I begged him and begged him. At the point I said, my friend, he said, listen, you are not my friend, my friend. He said to me, you are not my friend, my friend. I said, wow. Yeah, merciless. He said, he's going to give me a fine. I said, no problem. Give me the fine and let me go. He said, no, you have to pay the fine now. I said, ah, pay to who? Now. So, let's go to the nearest police station. I said, how do I, I need to take the money to pay at the police station. Said, no, let's go to the police station. So, his mind is, we are going to the police station. You will get there. You can't pay. Then you are thrown into. I mean, imagine a nice man like me behind bars. I'm not trying to do a Nelson Mandela. It's not a competition. <laughs> so, when we got to the police station, fortunately, there was a white policeman there. And this guy, he can see clearly that I don't speak the language of the place. Let's say the language of the place being Portuguese. I don't speak Portuguese. He, he insisted in speaking to me in Portuguese. So it was like I was dealing with a wicked fool. So when we got there, then I met a white policeman. Then I started to speak with the white man. Even when the white man heard my accent, he was charmed by it. Wow, your accent is very light. I said, yes, I went to school. Then I explained to him that this guy says I have a 500 rand fine and he's brought me here. And I said to him, let's go to the ATM. Let me withdraw the money and pay the fine. And he says that we can't. Then he said, oh, this is foolish. Sergeant uh, Modusu. Then Sergeant took me to the ATM. I withdrew the money. I came, I paid. I spiked my exam room and I went my way. Unmerciful people. Next one. Kauleza. Knowing not judgment, committing, blah, 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 blah. Next one. Is there a next one? It's finished. It's finished. Okay. I'll show you what I want to show you when I come next week. It says, they change the natural affection. I think it's the verse for 27, 26. They change the natural use of a man to and we'll find it quickly. Since we are here, let's go there. There's no place we can't go. We are almost closing. They change the natural use of a woman. Natural. What's the natural use of a woman? Natural. Natural use of a woman, which is sex with a man. You got it? And likewise also men leaving the natural use of women bend in their lust towards one another. This is where it comes from. This is an unsaved heart. This is where it comes from. Don't say that he is trapped in a... Why are you not a dog tra- trapped in a human being? I say it again. Why are you not something else trapped in something? This is where it comes from. They live in the natural use of a woman. They bend in their last one to another. This is where bumper to bumper started from. <laughs> men with men working that which is unseemingly receiving and receiving in themselves the recompense of their error which they need. The church is very quiet. Yeah. Where's the one for the women? Look, folks, I'm not out of word. I'm only out of time. Next time when we meet, I'll be here. 
I'll continue from where I've left us. Stand to your feet. Let us share with us. Pray. It says, for this reason, God gave them up to their vile affections. When you see people behaving like this, God has given up on them. God gave them up. God said, look, I can't stand this uselessness anymore. God gave them up to their vile, useless affections. That's what happens. Even their women did change their natural use into that which is against nature. How many of you realize that your heart has to be changed? Yeah, your heart. Lift your hands and just pray for yourself wherever you are. No matter how old you are, no matter how young you are, God needs to work on our hearts. Lord, deliver us from the natural heart. Kimola, 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 Kimola. Prando lobodo, prando lobodo, skepando skipalaba. Palelo, 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 palelo. Kamolaba skepalo. Father, thank you. Thank you for your word. Thank you for the infallibility of your word. Thank you that your word is sure, it is certain. Without a doubt, without error. Thank you for the word. As we have heard your word, help your children. Help us. Deliver us from the natural heart. In the name of Jesus. Put your hand down. I want to just tell you. Open your eyes. I want to speak to you. You are here today. You are not born again. You have not given your heart to Jesus. To say from today I'm a child of God. Jesus, thank you for dying for me. Come into my heart. What the Bible is saying is that this is the nature of your heart. No matter how good you think you can be, when you are provoked, these are the things you will exhibit. Today, as you hear my voice, harden not your heart. Let us make a turnaround today. I'm going to pray with you quickly today. You don't know Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. I want to give you an opportunity to receive Jesus into your heart so that your heart can be changed. Next week, I talk about the changed heart. Your heart can be changed. If you are here like that, every eye closed now. Now close your eyes. Now close your eyes. And every head bow. You want to say, Pastor, I want to surrender my life to Jesus. Close your eyes, young man. Close your eyes. I want to surrender my life to Jesus today. You are here like that. In the privacy of your seat, lift up your right hand. I want to pray with you. Pastor, pray with me. Pray with me. Lift up. Don't be shy. Everybody's eyes closed. So lift up your hand. If you are lifting your hand, lift it high above your head. Pastor, please pray with me. Please pray with me. Please pray with me. Please pray with me. Your hand is up. I want you to do one more thing. I want you to come to me in the front. I'll pray with you. Show us that you are serious and come to me in the front. I'll pray with you. Lifted up your hand. Come to me. Come to me. I'll pray with you. Come to me. A change is coming into your heart. Come to me. A different heart. A different. Come to me. Come to me. I'll pray with you. I'll pray with you. I'll pray with you. Thank you, Jesus. If you are in front, say this prayer. It's a very simple process. You are just asking Jesus to come in. Open your eyes and look at me. You are just asking Jesus to come into your heart. Now when Jesus comes into your heart, what he will do is that he will take away this type of heart from you. And then he will put a heart that responds to him. Next week I'll talk. Next week make sure you are here. I'll tell you more about the new heart you are going to get right after I finish praying with you. That's, the, that's what will happen. It will happen like magic. That's how it will happen. Say this prayer with me. Dear Lord Jesus, I accept that I'm a sinner. Please forgive me of all my sins. I believe with all my heart that you died for me 
and you rose again. I confess that you are the Lord of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for dying to save me. Amen. That's it. That's it. This heart has been removed from you. And a new heart has been placed in you. Next week, God willing, I will explain it to you even better. Father, thank you for these ones. Bless them. Keep them. Use them to your glory. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Reverend Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 078-038-2166. God richly bless you.